podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Father, we just thank you for this time that we can share together now as your church. And we pray, Father, that you would help us just put aside the distractions of the week. Um, and that you might speak to us, uh, speak to our hearts, and we respond to it, Father. Bless us now, we pray and ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's great to be able to share with you this morning, and if you have your Bibles with you, you we will be heading to Matthew <coughs> and chapter 14. Um, but before we read those verses uh, together, um, if you want to be looking from verse 22, I just wanted to give us a little bit of context prior to going into the verses, um, just to see where we're actually at. Um, and in terms of some context, it's not dissimilar to the Wednesday that's uh, just passed. Uh, my brother rang me and he rang me from his holiday to see how I was. And it was raining quite hard here on Wednesday, and I think it was about seven degrees, something like that. It's officially autumn. I mean, it's heading towards winter, isn't it? So he gave me a call, and he tried to give me some context, and it was about 31 degrees where he is. It was a light wind, cloudless skies, he could hear the waves lapping against the shore. He's telling me all of this. So I did what all good brothers do, and I put the phone down. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I didn't just cut him off. I said bye first. <laughs> After he'd given me the context of the moment, I could get an understanding of where he was. So before we get into where passages this morning and that's Jesus walking on water we need to have some context Jesus has been through a lot already he had received the news that he had lost his good friend in John who'd lost his life and that was causing him to withdraw in a boat to a solitary place so that he could have time with God the Father He was in that place to allow him to have that time alone. Now, when you're Jesus at this particular time, that time alone is hard to come by and it didn't last very long. And it records that he's in a remote place and there are some people gathered and there's around five loaves and two fish available. And Jesus directed those people to sit down. And I think when it was all counted, there were around 5,000 men plus women and children. So that gives us some context of where we are today. Because really the next major event leads on from this. So turn with me to 22. And it says this. 
Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. And Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat and the wind died down, then, sorry, when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So when they had crossed over, they landed at Gesenerat. And then the men of that place recognised Jesus. They sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. And we pray that God will bless his word to us. We're going to the other side of the lake. Get in the boat. I'll dismiss the crowd. And they are two really important points. Jesus said we're going to the other side. And Jesus didn't get into the boat. He could have, but he didn't. Why didn't he get into the boat? Well, we'll see why a little later. Matthew, again, makes the point here. After he's dismissed them, you see, the reality is that people of that time would really not want to go and move on. They've seen this incredible miracle. They've been part of it. They would have been blown away by what they have seen. Just look at verse 19. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish. And looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. It had been wrong to move on quickly from that verse. Because there's an incredibly important point that applies towards this morning, I guess, too that those who were sat down and were prepared to listen got spiritually fed. They were spiritually fed and physically fed. And they didn't want to go home. I remember some of our meals here pre-COVID 
we'd sit here for another two, three hours just fellowshipping together and just loving being in each other's company. And that's how it would have been at that time. Jesus finally dismisses them. He then too, full of the emotion of the day, goes up on the mountainside to pray by himself. He's gone to spend time with God the Father. And I think during that time when he was alone, I'm sure he would have thought of his friend John. But also thinking about the effects of the day, I'm sure he'd have been thanking God for all the lives that have been saved through what's gone off. Interestingly, it's also a considered amount of time to allow the disciples to get into the middle of the Great Lake. And the wind and the waves are beating against that boat, surging against it. Question. Could Jesus have stopped the storm there and then? Yes, he could. But he didn't. In fact, does he head to them at that point? No. Not until just before dawn does Jesus begin to make a move. And you can see that in verse 25. Now, just to keep us sharp, um, and we're pressed for time, so I won't go to it, but if you would look a little bit later, you'd see in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 to 11, that there's a time for everything. God's timing is perfect. Now, I'm sure from the disciples' point of view, it didn't feel like good timing. But we have to take these verses as a whole. And as we do that, we begin to see just how beautiful God has made everything in his time. Look at verse 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Can you imagine? Jesus, is that you? Terrifying. For the theologians in here, all of this is building for the early church. You see, the disciples in the boat were seeing and witnessing the God of the impossible. Now don't forget the water is raging at this point. The last thing that those men in that boat expected to see was Jesus walking towards them. They were in the storm. If they weren't frightened enough, now they were all absolutely terrified. And they're thinking it's a ghost and they're crying out in fear. Sometimes it's difficult to hear Jesus in a storm, isn't it? We sometimes really have to listen well. Take courage. 
It is I. Do not be afraid. And don't miss that Jesus' response is immediate too. And now we've reached a pinnacle point in this chapter. Look at verse 28. And I'll read to 31. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked out on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith. Why did you doubt? You've more than likely heard this portion of scripture spoken of before. And how many of us, including me, were thinking to ourselves, Peter, keep your eyes on Jesus. Peter saw what was around him and got scared. How many of us can be like that. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? I must admit that these verses excited my heart today. God has encouraged me and he's lifted me and he spurred me on. You see, Jesus is having a conversation with Peter in the storm. You have little faith. Why did you doubt? Peter, I told you we're going to the other side. Why doubt? Peter, I am with you. Church, he is with us. Here in Gainsborough today, he is with us. And he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. And verse 32 isn't just written for the sake of being written. It's an incredibly important verse. And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. <clears throat> the wind died down once they were in the boat. Sorry, what? It died down when they were in the boat. Again, two aspects that should lift our hearts today. Let's not forget that Peter has stepped out into the storm in the first place. But it was only when he climbed back into the boat that the wind died down. Jesus walked Peter through the storm. Jesus held his hand through the storm. The wind didn't just stop. But Jesus walked him back to the boat. Through the fear, through the dark, through the wind, through the rain, through the doubt, 
through the lack of faith, through the failure. Jesus walked through the storm with him. And then the wind died down. And now we come to what I feel is probably one of the most beautiful and poignant verses, which is such a strong message. And you probably thought 32 was pretty strong. Look at this, verse 33. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Goes beyond expectations, beyond human expectations. You see, there isn't any towel for Peter. There is no barracking from the other disciples in the boat. Peter, you sank like a rock. None of that. There's no change of clothes for Peter to put on. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Nobody even notices Peter. Not even Peter notices Peter. They recognise that they are in the presence of the Son of God. And even Peter worships, worships Jesus soaking wet. You see, Jesus isn't looking for a more refined version of you. Before you come to him. He's not looking for that. Jesus says, come as you are. Now, I'm not saying that it's okay to remain in rebellion. Of course not. I'm saying that true faith in Christ alone will change you. It's life-changing. Salvation is a supernatural work of God. Come as you are, but you won't stay the same because God is working in true believers. Truly, you are the Son of God. And what's incredible is no sooner that they'd landed the boat at Gesenerat that they were working straight away. And Peter, probably not even fully dried off, is being used by Jesus to facilitate the people in that area. And those people coming to Jesus to be healed. I find these verses truly stunning. There are so many messages of encouragement for each one of us. Jesus got into the boat on his own early doors, didn't he? Jesus got out of the boat and fed the 5,000. Then Jesus walked to the boat on the water to the disciples. And it was a major future teaching for the disciples and what they'll be going through and the storms that they were going to face. Preparing them for greater storms ahead. You see, they were looking to build the early church. Today is his church here 
in Gainsborough. We continue that journey together. And my prayer is today that you would truly <coughs> recognise who Jesus is. Shall we just pray? Father, we thank you for your word. We just pray that you might encourage our hearts to know that through the storms you walk with us. You lead us through the storms. Father, in this teaching we recognise that a storm just doesn't go away. But you walk with us through it. And Father, today we thank you for that. We thank you for that. We tell you that we love you. Father, we just pray that as we continue to worship together now, that you would bless us. In Jesus' name. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.